Let's just start off the podcast with that. We'll give you a little bit of um, exposure. A little bit of exposure. Georgie is about to post on social media. If you have not been following Champion Grind Soccer, go ahead and follow it. Georgie posts all the pictures of professional footballers wearing his grip socks, and you can get them on the website at championgrind.com. And use my code Javi10. That hasn't been used in a while. So you guys, Georgie, Georgie gives me a lot of crap because he says nobody uses my code. But deep down, I know everyone's using my code. Everyone. Georgie's just not telling me because he doesn't want my head to get big. Yes. That that is potentially true. Potentially not. If you go to championgrind.com, go ahead, get yourself some grip socks. What's the deal? Are we running any deals or anything? No. Just restock? I mean, we just restocked. But if you use Javi's code, if you use Javi's code, you get, what was it, 10% off. And we'll do buy one, get one free. Damn. Buy one, get one free. What is this, Black Friday all of a sudden? It's Black Friday all the time at Champion right, Grand. You heard baby. it here first, folks. Buy 10% one, off? 10% and, and buy, buy one, get one, get one free. free. Yep. All right. And, but you got to use my code because if you don't use my code. Yeah, then we'll never know. Also, get- in the notes section, after you do purchase one, make sure you let me know if you want a white sock or a black sock because those are the two colors we got. So the free oh, yeah. one. We need to know what color and then what size as well. If you we don't, have two different sizes. If you don't list anything, you'll just give them two of the same color. Yeah, two of the same color, same size. Fair it's fairly simple. All right. Well, um, the real reason why we're delaying the start of this podcast because there's not that much to talk about today, is there? Transfer, transfer world at least. We'll get into some other stuff, but yeah, there really isn't that much to talk about. I mean, what the main ones? Raheem Sterling, close to Chelsea. And we uh, talked about that last week as well. Yeah, we, we knew they wanted him. Yeah, those like we're pretty much gonna go over things we already talked about. There's nothing really too. Will crazy. Chelsea? Will Chelsea actually get all the deals that they try to hijack? The hijackings, no. No, the hijackings. The hi- hijackings, no. Like they um, probably get Sterling. Speaking of hijacking, though, Barcelona's trying to hijack Chelsea and get Rafinha. Yeah, I mean Rafinha wants to go to Barcelona. As we, t- we I mean, we yeah, talked we about that. this la- last week. It's as just well. becoming more and more clear. Yeah, As they, the talks go on, he's like stalling, right? Stalling. He doesn't want to go to Chelsea. Obviously, Chelsea is the second choice. Haven't heard anything about Arsenal at this point, so I don't know what Arsenal is Well, we got Gabriel Jesus official. Yeah. They posted pictures. He seems like he's happy there. He seems like he wants to be there. I actually did see last year, last season, in, in a certain month, he scored like six Premier League goals from Man City. And then there, obviously there's a debate going on. Is he going to score? 15 plus goals for Arsenal in this upcoming season. Probably. Yeah, I mean, if he's, he's going to start. He's going to play every game for yeah. the most part. Like, that's the, he's going to be Arteta's main yeah, guy. Yeah, he, he's got the relationship with Arteta because they were at Man City together, and I think that's the real reason why he wants to go to Arsenal, yeah. not because of anything else other than he knows Mikel, he knows that. And uh, for a player like that, the biggest thing is playing time. And he wasn't going to get that at Manchester yeah. City. So I'm sure in the talks with Mikel Arteta, he said, you're going to play here. Like, that's the goal. I already know who you are. Mm-hmm. I've trained you. I've seen you play. And I think you could be a big part of our, our future. So that's probably why he wants to go, because it's guaranteed playing time in the Premier League in one of the top teams. So it's a good deal. Yeah, I think 15 goals is it's pretty doable, being the main striker at Arsenal. He'll be our lead goal scorer for sure. I think so. Yeah. So if you're playing fantasy, Premier League, get him on your team. Because he's going to be the main main guy. But that's it for Arsenal. Not much going on there. Chelsea, we already talked about the same deals. Ake, Sterling. Um, Haven't heard anything yet on Zinchenko. I haven't heard anything about Zinchenko. Um, So not sure how that's going. Okay. Ake, 45 million. 
I wouldn't pay 45. I mean, here's the thing. Nowadays, you pay 45 million for anyone. That's like the minimum of any name that, that's recognizable by the general public. But the guy hasn't been playing. Yeah. What is he? He played I mean, games in. He played games in all the extra competitions, maybe. Yeah, but he, I mean, he that, was he was hurt as well. But so he started at Chelsea. Yeah. He didn't get playing time there in the beginning. He left, went to Bournemouth, mm -hmm. captain there, played really well. Went to City after Bournemouth relegated. Didn't play too much here and there, and then forty-five mil back to Chelsea. I mean, uh, he, he, I think he'll be. We talked about it last time, but. It's hard to it's hard to judge whether he'll be good or not because he hasn't gotten playing time in a while. Yeah, I like Ake. I, I think he's he's good. I think is he be. is he Rudiger replacement type negative player? I don't I don't know. He's not gonna think. replace him. I like Rudiger, but I'm actually kind of surprised that Real Madrid wanted him. He had an amazing year last year, but besides that, mm. yeah, I'd bring Sergio Ramos back. Bring him, bring that man back. I don't care. If he's fifty years old. You need that mentality. You need somebody he, with that mentality is, in the team. He is. Even if he gets yeah. a red card every other game. <laughs> it's crazy how him, Messi, on like that's just, I still can't believe that they're on the same team. That's just yeah. That's just um, crazy to me. But let me see what what else is like. Oh, let's let's talk Manchester United because there's a little bit more movement. In Manchester United. Eriksson going to Manchester United from Brentford. Yeah, I like that. Good for him. Like was it a one year? Was it exactly a year, two years ago? Uh, I don't even know exactly, but, you know, obviously the hard problem that he had on the field, I don't know exactly when it was, but then Inter terminated his contract six months after yep. that. Then did To he be fair, I know it's it seems like a little bit of a, like a selfish thing to do to just kind of terminate the guy's contract after that, but that's just the business of the sport. Yeah, like as much as they appreciate him, and they didn't like, they weren't assholes about it, to be honest, but they... You have to when you're playing for a club that big. If you're not playing, regardless of whether it was something that you could control or not, like you can't. Yeah. They're not gonna just pay you to stay there because they like you. But I mean, good for him. Like yeah. came back, played for Brentford, did amazing. You never hear of a story of a guy who that happens to and manages to not only play but continue playing at a high level. Yeah. Because you assumed that. First of all, you assumed he was never gonna play. Again. Yeah. No, I Nobody mean, that's what we, we all thought he's he's done. That's it. And then, who was he set to sign for? Um, but they didn't want him because they they were not going to let him play. I can't remember. Maybe it was Juve or one of those teams. But he was set to sign for a team. Um, but he was not going to be allowed to play with the device oh. that he's got implanted yeah. in his heart now. Yeah. So the, he the couldn't pacer. go there. Yeah. yeah. So he couldn't go there. And then Brentford signed him. Yeah. Did really well at Brentford, and now he's got signed by Manchester United. I mean, what one good for him? I mean, obviously Manchester United one of the biggest teams in the world. Maybe pretty bad at the moment, but still, like, just the name Manchester United, huge. Yeah. Um, and just to be able to play, like you said, uh, in the Premier League after all that happening, like, that's mentally alone. Like, physically is one thing, but mentally and all that, like, that's, yeah. yeah I, that's I, I liked him when he was at Tottenham. I th he was one of my favorite players at Tottenham. Yeah. Um, I thought he was just a very, very smart, creative midfield player, good on the ball, um, really good service as well. And obviously, when that happened to him at the Euros, first of all, watching that live was crazy. Yeah, I was, was like everything in everything in the world stopped at that moment, yeah. and everybody was tuning in. And fortunately, fortunately for him, he made it out alive. But um, I think that's one of those cases that like you can't hate the guy. You can never yeah. hate the guy because yeah. of what he went through. So regardless if he's going to Manchester United and you hate Manchester United, yeah. you're just happy to see him still playing and still yeah. playing at a high level. Yeah, and so good for him. 
Yeah, good for him and good for Manchester United. I think he's 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 gonna do, you know, fairly well. I don't know if he's gonna be able to change everything himself and all that, but I think he's a he's a good player still at this age and coming back. Did amazing in Brentford last year. Obviously, he's gonna have a different role now in Manchester United. But I just hope he's he gets the consistency that he had at Brentford. Yeah, because I think that's important. Because at Tottenham, towards the end, he wasn't getting that anymore. Yeah, um, and I think. People were unsure of whether he was going to continue to play a high level. And then the Euros happened. And then fortunately, Brent, Brentford gave him an opportunity. Yeah. So hopefully at a team like Manchester United, he can be consistent and get playing time and show yeah. people that he's just as good as he was back when he was playing with Tottenham in his in his best days. Yeah. And Tottenham wanted him. Obviously, there's like reports of Spurs and it was between Spurs and Manchester United where he's going to go. But maybe... Conte decided, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't want to just bring him back. But, I mean, yeah, good for him. Good for Manchester United. I think he's going to be a good signing. Um, That's the good news for Manchester United. Yeah. The bad news for Manchester United is your boy, Ronaldo, did not show up for preseason training. And he has said he is not going on their preseason trip. Yeah, preseason trip. Officially, they announced it themselves. He's not going to be there. Officially, they said family issues. Family issues, yeah. Personal issues, family issues. Is what is it case? unofficially, Georgie? Tell me. I just don't think he thinks Manchester United have done enough so far to do anything. Like, yeah, new coach, Ericsson's coming in. They just, you know, brought in a left back. But is that really? Well, Pope first left. of all, first of all, let's say if he does actually have like family issues and stuff, fair enough. That's a, that's honestly a, a valid excuse. Yeah. But regardless of that, you just start thinking that he's, because of the season that they had last year and because of the type of person he is, does he really want to get towards the last years of his career playing for a team that he knows is not going to win any trophies? Yeah. And I think he's such a competitor, right? Like he's, he talk about competitors, he's top of the list of, in any sport. But I just think is the am ambition part of Manchester United. Like if they showed some sort of ambition and like, all right, they, you know, they could lay out a plan for him and say, this is what we think we're going to do in the summer. Obviously, you're a main part of it. We want you to stay, and this is what we're going to do. And then he'd be like, okay, you know, he can hop on board because he's a competitor. He, he loves Manchester United. He loves the fans. He, obviously, that's where he became who he is. And, like, I think he would stay if there was the ambition from the club themselves. But if he is there and he's like, okay, well, you guys are not really showing me that yeah. you care enough or you want to do all the things that you know i want to do and he's he, there's no point for him to stay but so it's kind of like i can see why he would stay because getting Manchester united back to the top will be just like winning the premier league or champions league like that's like when Mourinho got second with Manchester united he himself at that moment said this is the best you're gonna get and this is like a huge achievement everybody left and everybody and then he left and they've been nothing since so it's it just depends. Um, I, I like their new coach. I don't know if he's gonna be enough to change the culture. Like, it's still fair. Like, still fairly early. Who knows? They might pull out some crazy transfers and bring in some good players. But if he loses Ronaldo, man, like, and there's talks of him going to Chelsea, like, that's a. I don't. First of all, I don't know. I don't think he's gonna go to another Premier League team. You think he'll leave? Go like try the, a different league now. Yeah. Like, the, I mean, where, where well, he, he's done. He's in Germany. I mean, he goes to Bayern Munich, and now it's like, all right, win the league. Well, the thing about Ronaldo is, first of all, Bayern Munich's not going to want him. Yeah. Uh, their sporting director already said that yeah. as much as they appreciate how good of a player he is, he doesn't fit mm -hmm. into their 
their yeah. model, which totally makes sense because Bayern's not Bayern doesn't care about the big names. Bayern cares about making sure that they're winning and they're getting yeah. the best team on the on the field. So for them, they're not looking at it from an advertising or marketing standpoint of oh, we can get Ronaldo. They're saying he might be a good player, but there's players out there that are going to be better mm-hmm. for our future. So, and if he doesn't go to Bayern. It makes no sense for him to go to Germany because because yeah. you're going to go with Borussia and finish yeah. second and probably still not really win anything yeah. and yeah get beat by get beat by Bayern by 10, 10 15 points yeah. at the end of the season. If he goes to Italy, I mean, I've heard Napoli mentioned in there, but yeah, but Ronaldo, I feel like Ronaldo is one of those guys that he wants to stay at the top club wherever he's going. Yeah, and in in the Premier League, it's a little different because you can say there's three or four clubs that are top clubs that you can go to. Any of the other leagues, there's one or two. Yeah. Pe- there's one or two teams to choose from, and that's it. But he does. He doesn't seem like one of those players that wants to go to teams that aren't going to compete for championships. Yeah. And I think the only logical option for Ronaldo, if he decides that he's done with Europe and he's done with that, he still wants to play, but he doesn't want to kind of be in the middle, is for him to go to the MLS and just still yeah. be the best player here probably win championships because he's going to take them to win championships. Um, But then again, just like some of these other guys, just enjoy the the United States and enjoy the last, yeah, the last couple years of his, of his career. So looking at it, he's not going back to Real Madrid. At least. Correct. I mean, I just don't see it. He's not going back to Juve or in italy i don't know if like inter maybe like inter galukaku and like it doesn't really like ac milan guys latan up top and my man and he just extended his contract again yeah so like where you don't think he can go back to madrid i I was thinking about it now that you just said it he could i i i sorry i saw napoli mentioned chelsea mentioned real madrid mentioned Bayern munich Bayern munich came out and said no i can see okay chelsea would be ideal fit technically as in he stays in Premier League he's in London better life than Manchester uh, still one of the top teams a lot better than Manchester at the moment yeah a good coach people players around it that can you know I, I think he's got too much respect for Manchester yeah. United to go to another yeah that's rival what I think in the Premier League that's the problem so that and that's why I feel like he's also left from country to country instead of just from team to team yeah within the within the same league so and it's always easier it's always easier to go to a, another team in the same league when you leave the country first and mm-hmm. then you come back yeah. if he was to go from manchester united straight to chelsea his whole legacy maybe not his whole legacy but i do feel like he he would feel because of the respect he has for the club and for the respect he has for sir alex ferguson i think he w- would feel bad doing that so but- like for example, if he was, and players have done this before, but if he was to go to like Barca, for example, which he's not going to, mm-hmm. but if he was to go to Barca, it's a lot better if he did it now than if he would have left Real yeah. Madrid and gone to Barca. Yeah. So if he decides to, and it's getting late in his career, but if he decides to go to a different country and then go to Chelsea, it's a lot easier of a move than it is to yeah. do it right now. And that's just the way it is. But so do you think for sure he's gone? You think he's done with Manchester United? Or do you think he's going to be, he's just waiting and then he's going to I think say, he's just waiting a little bit. Be patient, see what what they do, what the plan is, how they fare with the new coach, how everything kind of goes. But we didn't even think about this. What about PSG? Messi, Ronaldo. He's not going to PSG. Here's the thing. They would take him. I think they would. Because they got all the money in the world, so they don't care about that. So they might take him. Why not? 
imagine he go to PSG. If I'm Ronaldo right now, I'm looking at it. So we just talked about all those teams, all those leagues. Germany, unless you're going to Bayern, there's no point. Spain, unless like it's either you I don't want to say destroy your legacy at Real Madrid, but if you go to Barca, yeah, like fans are not going to forgive you, or right. it won't be as easy. So unless you go back to Real Madrid, which I don't like, Benzema is just like different level. You know, Vinny is doing amazing. Yeah, Real Madrid, he wouldn't. I, I don't think he'd be able to fit back in with the players that they have right now. Like the way they're playing, Benzema yeah. played last year. Why would you like that? Yeah. Just Italy, unless you go to some of the top teams. Like I, I don't know. I just don't see it. Unless you're going to Chelsea, that's the only option where I see. That's better than PSG. You go to PSG, you go to France, you win the league automatically. Like you, you play with Messi. Everybody in the world is gonna be tuning in to watch PSG play. Ronaldo and Messi. I know they're older. And but here's the thing, though. There's a lot of big names already there. Yeah. Mbappe decided to stay. See, if Mbappe would have left, and if Mbappe would have gone to Real Madrid, maybe that does yeah. open up a spot for Ronaldo because they would have gotten, they would have still found a replacement for Mbappe. They would have still tried mm -hmm. to get somebody, yeah, somebody good. But it makes it easier because. It makes it easier. But now that he's staying, it makes it more difficult for Ronaldo because you can't bench Mbappe. He's yeah. not like one of those players where you, you can kind of give half and half playing time to. But but play Mbappe a little bit wider. Okay. And you put Ronaldo in the middle and Messi on the other side. Neymar, they're rumors, Newcastle out of all so teams. But you put Neymar on the wing and then you put Messi underneath. Or that. And Messi has the 10. There you go. And then you have Messi. Then Ronaldo you have four players that so don't play defense Listen, at all. If the PSG directors hear you t talking about this, Georgie, they're going to sign him right now. Listen, at that lineup. if you're Ronaldo, what I, would you do? Manchester United, Chelsea, or PSG? I would go PSG because here's the thing. If PSG get, would get Ronaldo, and I haven't heard any rumors about no, PSG I, at all. Yeah. But you never know with these things. They could swoop in tomorrow yeah. and now all of a sudden Ronaldo signing for PSG and their agents could already be, yeah. his agent could already be talking to them. Who knows? But if they were to get Ronaldo... That would be probably the craziest transfer market or transfer in in all, in all time, just because they already have Messi. Yeah. They got Mbappe, who's another top player in the world. If Neymar was to stay, you, you can't you cannot give them a single excuse for why they cannot win the Champions League. And that's the thing we saw this with um, for some of the older heads listening to this, but we saw this with the Galacticos back in the day, where you could have all the best, literally the best players in the entire world, yeah. all playing on the same team, and they still don't win. Yeah, which that's what happens because you have too many big names, too many big time Charlies in, in the same locker room. But just from a like from a fan perspective of wanting to, I'll be watching every single PSG game, and I do not watch any PSG mm -hmm. in France. I'll be, I'm getting, I don't even know what channel they play on. There has there has never been another time in history, and there hasn't at all. And not saying there will be, but there hasn't been a time in history where the two best players in potentially the history of football played on the same team yeah. and there hasn't been a battle between Messi and Ronaldo like like there has been between Messi and Ronaldo there hasn't been another battle like that in the past yeah I mean you could say Maradona and Pele but uh, that was they they their times they didn't even overlap did they no. I mean even they Pele just like stayed that was before my time so I don't yeah even, I, I, I mean I've watched highlights of them both but yeah I mean Maradona did it I mean World Cups is the only time you would yeah. say okay maybe like you can kind of compare but but there's never been a battle like that no. between two players at the same time for so long yeah. like these guys have been going at it and to see them on the same team so everybody would be tuning in Messi went to PSG let's be honest to win the Champions League like that's the main reason like they don't need Messi to win 
the French League. Mm-hmm. Right. He, he didn't win it. Ronaldo goes there, they win. Ronaldo makes a claim. Yeah, he, but then it, it just depends on how much involvement Ronaldo had. Because if Messi's still on the field, then they might say, well, yeah, it was also Messi, though. If Messi scores all the goals or a lot more goals. I don't know. I, I would like to see it. And I think maybe, maybe deep down, both of them would like to see it. I well. think so. As much as they like, never disrespected each other. Yeah. They've always talked about how much, uh, how, how much better it's made each of them because mm-hmm. of the competition. That would just be crazy. And I, I don't think it's going to happen. And I think I don't just think it's going to happen either. Financially, but. that's the one team that can do it, though. Yeah. Financially, that's like the one team in the world, even more so than Manchester City, who can do it. Yeah. Somehow. So I think that would be, yeah. That, that would I, be I, I say you do, you do that, you give them two or three years together, and then after that, they both go to the MLS and they play in different teams in the MLS but, and their careers. But that would be an amazing end to both of their legacies, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, that would be a perfect ending, I think. By playing together, like, you know, everybody will be watching the French League. And nobody's watching the French League right now. Yeah. People well, watch PSG in the Champions League. That's ESPN, it. ESPN, NBC, those guys are going to have to find out oh, a way yeah. to get the French League on because... Yeah, just because of that. Yeah, because of that. The amount of that people would that would be watching. That'd be weird. That'd be mm-hmm. weird to watch. Because then you got you got Ramos as well. Yeah. Imagine Sergio Ramos there <laughs> with Ronaldo. It, it just... Yeah, it would be... It, I think it would be great to, to see. But yeah. I, I don't think it's going to happen. It'll break the internet if it happens, though. Yeah, that would be, yeah. It'll break the internet. Imagine Fabrizio just tweets right now. And PSG enter talks of Cristiano Ronaldo. But I, I think if I know we talked about how his legacy in Manchester United, he would feel bad. But if you're thinking about yourself, obviously PSG is an obvious where you can win the French League. You add another trophy to your cabinet, another country where you're you're going to dominate. You have potential to win the Champions League again. But if you win that Champions League with PSG, who have spent so much money trying to win the Champions League, that's a legacy on its own. So it's not like he's going there just for nothing. But here's the thing. Is he a player right now capable of getting them to win the Champions yeah. League? They're, yeah. Because they're very close. So it's not like they need a huge player. It's yeah. not like they need like two or three more players. They just need a little bit of a push, really, is all they yeah. need. Is he? Would he still be good enough to give them that? Yeah. He's gonna get. He's gonna. He's Mr. Champions League. But now, so, so like he's gonna score the goals. But I and I don't know. I don't think that's necessarily PSG's problem scoring goals because I think they can do pretty damn well with who they got. I just think they need to figure out defensively and more in the midfield how to how to have three or four players who do not track back at all, don't care about playing defense at all. How to figure that situation out? But you add Ronaldo to being a straight number nine in there. Mm-mm. I think what he would bring to them would be the experience of being in the Champions League. And that's, I think, the main reason why they lost to Real Madrid is yeah. not because they weren't as good as Real Madrid, but Real Madrid is just so calm in the Champions League yeah. that they've been there so many times and they understand how it all works. And I think PSG maybe got a little too excited and the next thing you know, yeah. you know, their Champions League run is over when they thought they were, they were going to continue. And they spend so much money. But now Mbappe is like part director or whatever, has so much power. So Mbappe's favorite player is Ronaldo. So I don't, I don't know, you know. But if you Mbappe, Mbappe would want to play with him, he has yeah. posters all over the, all yeah. over his room when he so, was younger. I don't know. But the thing, the problem becomes then is imagine how tough it's going to be for the new manager. He, he, who, first of all, is not a big name. No, let's he's say not. That. He's and not. that's going to be difficult for him to try. How do you motivate players like that when? 
first of all, they've won everything. They've done everything that they possibly could. Yeah. How do you motivate players like that? Especially when you aren't as well known as them. Like there's, you can think of two or three managers in the world who could have like the upper hand on Messi and Ronaldo, mm. who could still be a little bit more uh, author, like of an authority figure. Yeah. Because it's crazy when you when you go into a club like that as a player who's got such a big name where you know that the club will actually pick you over the manager. If anything yeah. was to go wrong, they'll pick you over the manager. So it's difficult because like you said, the, their problem is defensively they're not the greatest team because they yeah. have four or five guys who don't want to track back because they're such yeah. good players in the attack and such big names. So how do you motivate and how do you push someone like that that doesn't, doesn't want to do it, doesn't need to yeah. do it, doesn't care to do it? To be honest, if you... It, over the past year at Manchester United, I'm, I was pretty surprised that Ronaldo's like running back a little bit. Obviously, he's not. Well, he's like, just got the uh, the professional mindset of yeah. like, like, like he would lose the ball trying to dribble one or two guys and just sprint back, tackle, slight tackle. I'm like, wait, what? Ronaldo, like, yeah, going to tackles. But if Zidane was, if they hired Zidane at PSG, I would be like, I can see all this happen. That's what I was going to say as well, is that the only coach that I think could be able to manage all those personalities is Zinedine Zidane. Yeah. But he's waiting for the France job, prob France uh -huh. job probably. That's what I think, at least. Yeah, That's I why mean, he's been so calm, and that's why he's been so relaxed, and he hasn't been... He's going to get a big job it. somewhere. I think, I think the French national team job would be the job that he probably wants the most. But if you, if you talk to him and you said, look, we're going to bring Ronaldo... And we're going to bring Messi. Well, they already hired a new coach, so yeah, that's so, not going to happen. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. I'm just saying. And in fantasy fantasy world, if you talk to Zinedine Zidane and you said, these are the guys that we're going to have on our team and we're trying to win the Champions League, you have the experience of doing it and you have the personality and the history as a player to be one of the few people in the world to be able to manage all these personalities. I think that's the only way it would really work out. An unlimited paycheck that you unlimited. can spend on to figure out I'll defensively. Give him a blank napkin. Yeah, what do you, you want? write the number? You write the number, write whatever the number. you want. This is it. Yeah, so, but that'd be that's something to to see in the next because we'll see in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, probably next couple of days we'll get a better idea, but I think next couple of weeks probably we'll see what Ronaldo's really wanting to do. Yeah, and there's another debate, which I thought this was crazy. Somebody said, it was, I don't know what show it was, uh, Sky Sports or Talk Sport. I don't know. They were debating where. If Ronaldo did go to Chelsea, would he even start? There, one one of the analysts said Kai Havertz would start over Ronaldo at Chelsea. But that's the thing, though, is Kai Havertz. That's 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 one of the biggest factors in bringing in a player like Ronaldo. Is you know that he has to play. Yeah, you can't bring him in just because he's a big name and then put him on the bench. It would you make have, no you sense. You have to play him. Like, why so, would you even bring, why would you even go through all that trouble mm -hmm. to bring in Ronaldo to sit him on the bench? Chelsea, I guarantee you, when they're thinking about Ronaldo, they looked, they, they went on the whiteboard, they wrote up all the names on their uh, ideal starting lineup, they put all their best substitutes, and then they said, okay, does Ronaldo fit into this? And if they're going to want him and they're going to pursue him, it's because th his name is going to be first in whatever spot yeah. that they're going to put him in. Not like, oh, we're going to have Ronaldo as a backup to Kai Havertz. Yeah, that's, it's never going to happen. Yeah. You know, it was just, it was just crazy. So if Ronaldo does go to Chelsea, does that make them contenders for the Premier mm -hmm. League? No. Still no? No. Um, because I just don't... I think 
they have good enough players, maybe not as big names, but they have good enough players to where, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think substituting one of those guys out for Ronaldo is going to make them that much better. Well, they lost Lukaku, so then you, who, who's going to, like Havertz is going to have to play the, the nine or Timo Werner. Timo or, Werner probably. I mean, they could, but I don't, I don't think he fits. I don't think he fits into the philosophy of Tuchel. Yeah. And I don't think he, yeah, I don't think, not that he wouldn't want him on the team, but I just, I don't know. It's hard, man. Ronaldo's, yeah. I'm telling you, like you said, maybe Real Madrid would be a team that he would want to go back to. And he would be, he would be willing to work harder at Real Madrid where he knows that there's players yeah. out there that on the team that he can't just bench, that they just can't bench for him, that he's going to be like, okay, I'm going to have to actually work hard here if I want to be a, a starter. Um, Chelsea potentially but PSG and if not MLS just do it man just go to the MLS I don't want him to go to the MLS I don't want him to go to the MLS no. not, not yet maybe in not like two years or whatever. I, I would say two two or three more years I mean, go he's, to the MLS. he's 37 right now right like 37 he meant 39 coming to the MLS and winning Luka Modric yeah. he's 37 isn't he 36 37, 36, yeah. 37 what a baller and nobody's saying anything about him being anywhere yeah. less than being at, in his top form Times have changed, man. Ronaldo's still getting 15 goals a Times year. Times have changed. Sports science has improved. Yeah. It gets better and better every single year. And now, when 10 years ago, you would say that by 34, yeah. you're done. Now you got players at 37, 36, 37, who are still playing at the top level. Zlatan, what is he, 40? Yeah, Zlatan's got to be like 45 at this point. <laughs> and they're still extending his contract. That's good. And he had a serious knee injury. Yep. Guys, unbelievable. Yeah, it's that's the that's the times are changing, which is a, a good thing because I remember when I was in college, which was almost ten years ago now. I remember my instructor telling me we were talking about football players, NFL players, and we were talking about one of the guys getting uh, tearing his ACL, mm-hmm. um, and he was talking. And my instructor, who I did physical education, and we were in a kinesiology class, and he said, "He's like." Yeah, he's not coming back anymore. Once you tear your ACL, you're pretty much done. You're done. There's no chance. Yeah. He's like, even if you were to come back, you're, you're not going to be anywhere near. And now you got ACLs are just like a normal injury. Yeah. Okay, you're out for for a year or whatever. You're out for a year, six to nine, like nine to nine to twelve months, and then you'll be you'll be back, no problem. Yeah. And then Slatan's Slatan's out here training after five six months. Yeah, that was crazy. It's, so it's, it's I don't know what they're giving those guys, but times have changed. Yeah, man. That, I mean, good for the sport. You know, you get to see all, all the favorite players, all the legends keep on playing. And and the thing is, you also have people who are pushing the boundaries like Ronaldo. Yeah. Who are physically pushing the boundaries of what can be done and what you can do with your body. And that's not, I mean, it's, yes, it's sports science and it's injury prevention and it's all the doctors and all the teams that he's had. But it's his personal philosophy yeah. on life of this, how I'm going to treat my body. And it's going to last me a lot longer than people think your body can last. Yeah, I mean, his wife has a documentary on Netflix, and we were watching it, like, the other day, and Ronaldo, like, came on there, and he's like, I barely see, like, my wife, like, I don't, like, I have a routine, mm-hmm. and then whenever, and it's the off-season, that's when I can finally just, yeah. like, go for a little bit and, like, enjoy time with my family, and that's the only time I have it. During the season, it's all, yep. like, focus. It's like, you don't even see your wife? Like, that's great. Like, the dedication that you got to, yeah, you yeah. Have I mean, it just depends of who you are, you know? Like Speaking of that, Georgie just said we were watching that. And <laughs> yeah. he was referring to his girlfriend, who is yeah. still his girlfriend. Still, yeah, we're, Episode we're still, three, F- she's still his girlfriend. 
ladies and gentlemen, please get, make sure you go into the comment section and give George a big congratulations. For I that. made it. I made it he, three he made episodes. It episode, episode three. We'll keep you updated on episode four and five if that's going to change. Who knows? Who knows? I might get a text right now. I don't even know at this point. But yeah, that, I mean, that was a big topic about was was about Ronaldo. Um, but he'll figure it out in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean. But if he goes to PSG, you and me are throwing a party, Jordy. There were we're um uh, I don't know what the internet's channel. gonna break. It'll go crazy. Yeah, this it will be the craziest thing ever. Yeah. Like we're we're gonna have to go like a live. Yep. show or something and just talk with everyone because that's gonna be it's gonna be insane all right so let's move on from that we got pretty much we we we've done we've done pretty much a lot of these transfers last week and we kind of gave updates but most of them are just kind of finalizing now mm-hmm. um yeah we talked about rafinha still figuring that one out but that <laughs> one's been a topic um sterling calvin phillips we talked about who's yeah, already officially. official um, Gabriel Jesus, who we talked about, Langley, who we talked talked about for Tottenham. Yeah. Um, your boy Divacarigi going to Milan. Liverpool legend. That wasn't that great. Relax. Man, he's a great guy. He's, I'm sure he was one of those guys that was great to have in the locker room. And he did. He came. He came in clutch a few games. A few. But Barcelona, that, the comeback, two goals. But would you ever put that guy as a? The reason you don't keep him around is because you know that he's always going to be just that guy who might come off the bench for you and might do something. Well, he, he's, he was just the clutch guy. Yeah, but he wasn't Everton, always the clutch guy. Everton, off the post, Van Dyke mishits it, walks back, pissed off that he missed, kicked the yeah. shot, hits the post, whatever, bounces twice, heads it in. That was the moment where Riggi became a legend. Um, oh, yeah, Jesse Lingard going to the MLS. Or not going to the MLS, sorry. He traveled to the United States to listen to clubs basically their their sales pitch on yeah. on getting him it's terrible move for him good for the mls again we talked about that last yeah. time is another good move for the mls if they can get him if he's they can get jesse lingard he's still well i think the thing about jesse is that he's coming to the mls at what is still probably the top of his career yeah so again he's not coming here to listen to the, what they're having to say just because he's like oh i'm gonna go and mm-hmm. retire and i'm gonna go play golf like like Gareth yeah. Bale probably, but he's actually thinking as he think he's thinking about the MLS as an honest option, as a good yeah. option. I mean, you think he should stay in Europe? I think he should just stay in Europe. I I think it's a, it would be a great move for the MLS if you can get a quality player at the right age, getting into the prime or best year of, best years of his career. But for him as a player, if he wants to have any ambition in getting into the England squad ever again, he's not. Like Southgate is not gonna look at anyone Lingard. in the MLS. Yeah. yeah. So if it just depends. Obviously, if you you come here, you're gonna play every game. Probably a better lifestyle for you, your family. Uh, better weather, depending where you're gonna go. But like we say, he's gonna go to L.A., Miami, or New York. They're like those are the three. He's not gonna go anywhere else. Yeah. Like, it, it wouldn't make sense for yeah. him to go elsewhere. So I would say go to West Ham. You're the fans loved you. You, like you played there already. You did amazing. Score goals. Got assist. Got back into the England squad. Like I don't. I just don't see why you don't go go back. And that's uh, to me again. It's interesting. Like you said that because him going back to the national team, the potential of him going back to the national team. Right now is a very crucial time yeah. in whether the managers for the national teams are going to take these players. 
So if he ends up going to the MLS soon and he's playing for the MLS, there's going to be very little potential of him actually going back to the World Cup oh. and playing with the national team. Zero. So from that perspective of saying, okay, the World Cup, it's, it's different if the World Cup had just passed and you're like, okay, I'll go to the MLS for a year and then I'll see if I can come back to Europe mm. and then two, two, three years or whatever gives me a good opportunity to get back onto the national team for the next World Cup. Yeah. But he's like in the most crucial time, right before the World Cup, he's yeah. like, I might go to the MLS. And I don't, it's, okay, and I'm not saying like Southgate is like, all right, we need Lingard on the team. But if Lingard can get back to the level he was playing when he was at West Ham on that loan spell, he'll be considered to be on the team. Like yeah. he's he did amazing during yeah, those. Yeah, he would have made the sh he would have made the the original list probably. Yeah, and then from there during camp, yeah, you then, never know. Yeah, you never know. But at least he'll be considered. Right now, you go to MLS, you're you're not gonna even get a look. It's pretty much. Speaking of the World Cup, it's a weird. It's gonna be weird this this year for sure, or this time around. Yeah, being in the winter, I don't know how teams are gonna do. It. I don't know how the leagues are gonna do it. I don't know how to feel about it. Like, I don't know. First like, of all, the, the the rules and the laws there are going to be something different for anybody yeah. who's traveling, and anybody who's been to World Cup before in a different country is going to be very different. The experience completely different. The the heat. I'm wondering how they're going to try and figure that out because I understand they have the heat in this or the AC in the stadiums, mm -hmm. and I've seen the pictures of the stadiums with like the whole first, the whole first row is basically just a bunch of fans. fans yeah. But what about just the thing is. The one of the biggest pieces of the World Cup, if you're actually going, is the atmosphere in the actual country mm -hmm. when the World Cup is happening. Not necessarily just in the stadium, but in the streets. Yeah. So how are they going to do that when they have a bunch of people, a bunch of crazy, you know, football fans running around? Is it going to be the same? They're not going to. Yeah, I don't know. Do they they just have so many rules that. Yeah. I don't know how if you are a fan that's been or watched people at the World Cup, how they act and how they celebrate, how they party. Right. That's not gonna happen in Qatar. How you expect that, that like, to go? It's gonna be people just walking into the stadium, silent, and that's not. I just, I would, I'm not gonna like. It wouldn't be enjoyable when you don't see the whole party atmosphere and the whole right. the fun aspect of it all. And and it, and for people watching, the winter time is just a weird time, man. Yeah, because everyone's there's there's no break like there is in the summer. In the summer. You know, the, the kids get a break from school so you can go to your friend's house, you can watch the games. And then afterwards, I remember when I was younger watching the World Cups, I'd watch all three games because there's typically about three games, especially yeah. in the group stages, three games a day. I'd watch all three games and then I'd go to the park and play soccer because I was yeah. so so excited to play. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a little bit weird because you're, I mean, you're going to be in school. Yeah. Games are going to be going on. The times for the games, what times are the games going to be? I don't even know. That's, That's going to be weird. That's in the middle of the night, maybe? I don't even know. I'm sure they're going to try and push them to a time over there where here it's not yeah. like two, three in the morning every single game because that's going to be that's going to be weird. But at the same time, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, but again, for the tra as far as the transfers go, it's a very important time for a lot of these players because they need to make the smartest decision so that they can get back to their World Cup teams or get a chance to be yeah. on, on the World Cup squad. And it's not like it's in the summer when where you have a year, you have like literally three months. To prove yourself yep. and like to be in top form going into the World Cup, so that's that's gonna be interesting. But I hibernate in the winter time. I don't go out, so <laughs> so you're I, just gonna be watching. So I'm games. just gonna be watching the World Cup. So I, I mean, it's, it's just it's gonna throw off the, the yeah the Premier League. It's gonna throw off all the other big yeah leagues all the as leagues. Well. Yeah, it that's gonna be very interesting how they go about it because it wouldn't be fair if a one player from a top team 
the one of the best players goes to the World Cup final, and then the other players come back to the league and they play, but the teams are without their stars. It's like yeah, and what's happened in the past before is typically the players who get out early, group stages or early in the knockout stages, they'll get a little bit of a break and then they'll go back to their yeah. team. The players who make it all the way to the final typically get an extended vacation because mm-hmm. the clubs grant them that. But you're going right back into the middle of a season. Yeah. Where it's like a you, crucial part. Especially for teams like Liverpool and Manchester City where dropping any type of yeah, any yeah. kind of point, any kind of points at all is gonna be detrimental to them actually trying mm-hmm. to win the, the Premier League. So I don't know, it's gonna be weird if some of your best players, which is gonna be your best yeah. players who are making it all the way mm-hmm. that, that far. If your best players are taking extended vacations, which they definitely probably need yeah. after a World Cup. So that's why Manchester City by all the English players because they know they're going to drop out quick. Yeah. Wow. Pep is smart so move. smart. Smart move. He's already thinking wow. ahead. He's thinking ahead of everyone else. So the World Cup is what? One month? Is yeah. that it? It's one month. So it starts November 20th and December it's 20th. Some, somewhere around December 20th. Doesn't, it's not exactly always on that date, but yeah. it's, it's typically, yeah, 30 days of, of games. So when you typically think about the English Premier League, you hit December 20th up until mid-January, you play like eight, nine games. You play five games literally from December 20th until January 2nd. And all the coaches, managers, players, that's all they literally complain well, about. Well, when's the, when's the winter break? Because they I have th- like a it's in February. weeks or whatever? Yeah, that's in like late okay. January or February. I wonder, I was thinking if if they were going to try and work that into how yeah. how they managed to get the players back and what time they get the players yeah. back. But it's going to be awkward. It's yeah, going to be it, weird. It's, uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm sure it's already out. I'm not a fan of it either, though. Yeah. I mean, summertime, I just... It's, World Cup has to be in the summer. It's the best time to have a World Cup. But the atmosphere is not the same. If we're, if I am watching games when there's snow... It's going to throw all the vibes. Outside of my window, it's going to be really weird. So you're saying we're going on a trip yep. somewhere warm towards the World Miami Cup. Miami or LA to watch For the World Cup. I mean, why but, not? Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, speaking of the World Cup, we'll do a lot more content during the World Cup. That's what we're really excited about. Um, not just the World Cup, but like Premier League and all those leagues because we can actually do game analysis, tactical analysis. We can see how the players are doing and whether the transfer window worked out for them or not. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's going to be a lot of fun when the season actually starts up and you know they start having games once a week, twice a week, and we kind of talk about the games, the players, yeah. and everything. Right now, we're just transfers that's all we can really yeah. talk about so so right now we're just doing one episode a week just trying to get into the habit of things um getting into the flow the setup this this episode was a lot faster than the first episode mm-hmm. but when the games start happening georgie and i will probably sit down and watch some of the games and then talk about you know all the games that happened over the weekend or whatever mm-hmm. and then um maybe we'll do a couple more episodes then because you know there's a lot more going on at, at those times but for now i think one episode a week is good if you guys want to follow us again, make sure you go to Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at the NGW Podcast. And we'll once we get into the flow of things, we'll start trying to put a lot more content out on there yeah. as well. Little bite-sized bite-sized clips of, of the podcast. And as always, the, the podcast will live on on my channel. That's where we'll upload the full yeah. full episodes. Comment anything you guys want to see. Um, any thoughts you might have about what we talked about or what you guys want us to talk about in the future or if you have any ideas about how we can make the podcast better. Yeah, that's a big you know, one. I mean, how, how do we improve the podcast? Because this is our first real podcast. And yeah. I know there's uh, probably a lot, a lot of you guys are, if you're listening to this because you're listening, you like to listen to other podcasts as well. 
So let us know what are some things that we can do to make it a little bit better, more entertaining yeah. maybe, or um, just things that you want to you wanna listen to us talk about. Yeah. All right, Georgie. Appreciate it. Yeah. See you in the next one. See you in the next one.